Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we're talking all about BIM and the digital twin. We're going to focus today on the delivery phase of a building. So when we go through that idea planning, construction and delivery phase. Uh, I'm joined today by Kevin Bauer. He is the lead for BIM and digital twin for Siemens Smart Infrastructure here in Europe. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Hi John, I'm really happy to be here today. It's, it's an absolute pleasure and it's uh, I'm excited to continue the discussion that we started uh, a week or so ago around BIM and the digital twin. And and in that discussion, we talked uh, you know, broadly across the whole the whole conversation around you know, why why are digital twins so exciting? Why are they so interesting for for those of us that work in this building industry um, in the operation phase, but also through that construction phase? And we talked a lot about different values depending on that delivery phase or the operation phase or whatever it might be. Um, now today we're going to focus on the delivery phase, uh, and and let's start at the top. Let's call it from your perspective. What's so important and why is it so interesting for us to to start this conversation and start to work around the digital twin already at the very beginning of a project? You know, a digital twin is all about data. And let's say when everything is about data, we need to really define and uh, be clear on the topic how we get this data. Because all the values a digital twin promises, like better technically building operations, or better energy management, or better space optimization is just possible if you get a really, really good digital twin. And a digital twin is, as I said, all about data. And we need to really plan how to get the data. Therefore, the delivery phase is really crucial. Okay. And would it be fair enough to, to make a, you know, when we talk about a digital twin, we always talk about the virtual the virtual um, replication of what happens in the real life. So we build a digital twin and then we build the, the real building. It, you know, for you that's gone through this process and, and we, we'll dive in in a second into, into some of the real world experience you've had around this, it, does it really feel like building the digital twin when you go through this process uh, in, in the correct manner? Um, um, yeah, man, I think it really depends um, how you see it. It's really I think what's really important when you go through this process that we work all together, collaborative, and based on some uh, standardized frameworks. And therefore, for example, you have this ISO 19650. This is a really important and a really good uh, standard from my point of, point of view, which defines the process of generation and managing data via BIM from the early phase, from the strategy phase of a building until the design or the construction until the operation. And one point which I want to highlight from this standard is that already in early phase, it's really important to define this asset information requirements. So the first step is really think about how you want to operate the building. And then if you have defined on how you want to operate the building, then you can define some use cases. And depending on the kind of building, let's say, for example, hospital, production plant, or if it's an office building, you have different use cases. And then you also have to define, uh, depending on these different um, um, buildings, you then need different data. Because, for example, in a hospital, asset tracking is a really important use case in the operational phase. And then you also need asset tracking sensors and you need to be sure that they're also in the BIM model and you can combine the operational data with the BIM data. So this is, for example, the first step I would would say, is, which is really important. 
Okay, perfect. I've done it to you again. You know, as soon as you start to mention standards, I remember that you're a certified building smart trainer, which which is really important also because this is what drives that standardization. And and maybe my next question would be, you just mentioned how important it is to have that standard approach. How how is this starting to look in our industry? Are you starting to see in your in your other role, let's call it of of training for building smart, are you starting to see more people from from different parts of our building industries doing this training and really upskilling themselves to deploy this BIM approach more effectively in the market? Yeah, yeah, we see the uh, uh, a big wave coming um, that more and more people really get standardized, and this is really important. Um, um, because you know, at the end, it's every, everything is about knowledge, and let's say if we bring more people on with the certification or specific level, it's much easier to drive these topics because they really understand um, why do we need to define use cases for the building operation early phase. Why is it important to also uh, integrate all the building automation in a BIM project? Why is it important to have really as built data? make them high qualitative and why is it important to for example do compliance checking and um, having the certification this basic knowledge really helps to drive this forward yeah, yeah perfect Let, let's dive straight into the experience because you know this is something that you've lived you've gone through the process uh, in the real world on on projects Let, let's jump into that example and and give us a bit of insight about about the process and how it looks when you start at the very beginning and some of the things that you discovered along the way, if we go go into those, uh, you know, some of those standardization topics. Yeah, cool. You know, what I can, let's say, we can now talk a little bit about is uh, our project in Vienna, the Aspen Technology Center 2. Mm-hmm. We have already finished this project one and a half years ago where we really, really uh, is also a big R&D project, part of the Aspen Smart City Research Project, the biggest smart city project in Europe. Mm-hmm. And we really said we want now to investigate how do you create such a digital twin. And we really went through the complete chain in the early phase. We thought about this technology center is a startup incubator um, office, what kind of use cases are important for the operation phase, for example, flexible offices, Energy management is really important to be really uh, uh, energy neutral. And then, if we have, to, as we have defined in these use cases, then we went in the design phase and also thought about which kind of data do, do we need. And there we identified really quickly: it's not just about having architectural BIM and also mechanical, electrical, and plumbing BIM, but it was also really crucial to do also BIM models for the complete building automation. So we. Uh, created BIM models for the complete, for all sensors, so all for the complete fire safety system, the complete security system, the complete automation system, the complete IoT system is also in the BIM model. We designed them. And also um, from this design of these building automation systems, we identified in early phase some really interesting values. For example, we could do automatic compliance checking if the fire safety system is compliant to the regulation because you know, it's really important you know, if a fire breaks out, everything should be uh, compliant. Mm-hmm. And also the, the data point and building automation control neck configuration we could do in advance. No, perfect, because I think those values are really important. If we looked out into the market and we looked at 10 BIM projects, I think we could confidently say today 
uh, a majority of them are not done down to that level of detail with with every device and every piece of those operational technology systems uh, mapped within it. So you recognize some values also from that, not just some well, some compliance checking, which is definitely important, especially when we talk about fire safety, but also engineering and design uh, benefits and efficiencies for those building automation systems. How like for you going through this process, was that a surprise? Uh, you know, were some of those benefits that you found along the way, uh, you know, were they all things that you knew would come or did you find more value than you expected through that process? Um, I think we even found more value. Yeah. It was really some some things are really interesting. We didn't, <laughs> we also didn't know this. Yeah. You know, it was also a new a new uh, a project, as I said, not a new project, but it's a, a complete new uh, thing what we identified. For example, what we saw is was really interesting is we did complete three D scanning through the complete construction process. We did eighteen three D scans to scan all the, the the work. So we did three scans in the structural phase, fifteen scans in the equipment phase, and three scans at the end when it was as built. And we really integrated the scanning as an own discipline into the building process. So, for example, when the people worked in the second floor because the first floor was finished, we scanned the first floor. And then we identified that this scanning brings values to many different stakeholders, which we didn't know before. Yeah? For example, uh, the site supervision guy was really happy because he could look up if if the, all the quantities are correct, if the contractors don't uh, fool them. Yeah? And then on the other side, the FM guys in the operation phase were also really happy having these 3D scans because they could use them to more efficient operator building. And also the building owner was really happy to have the 3D scans because he can use them online to, let's say, um, if somebody, um, um, let's say, if he wants to market the building, he just can do this online via uh, the web browser because it's really easy to use. And in times of COVID, when it's really complicated to meet people, yeah, we identified having, let's say, this this complete super good uh, documentation is a big value and also for many stakeholders. Yeah, right. And and that's I guess that's a really great example of of what we spoke about at the start, where collaboration is such an essential part of this whole process. And having the right people involved to help make really conscious decisions along the way also means that that those values that you get from the process can be can be realised by all these different collaborators, uh, and, and that's a really good example. How you know after you went through this process and you did this 3D scanning as an example, and you got to you, you know you started to move through this delivery phase towards the end. Um, how did this help you? You finalize like how did this help you get to that end and have the confidence and and uh, have the information and the knowledge like you described before to to take that step to finalize that delivery did, did that also bring additional value <clears throat> yeah you know i think what's really important what let's say we identified is having all these fire detectors sensors actuators in the beam model and then also enriching them and integrating them with the commissioning process, so really enriching them with the configuration data, which enables then to say the combination of the structural BIM data with the operational data coming from the building automation system, so humidity, temperature, etc. As we have had done this really good, we then saved a lot of time in the commissioning phase via data point mapping. 
because mm-hmm. we already had such good data. Each thermostat was in the BIM model, each actuator, each fire detector, and they had their own IDs, so Bucknet IDs, Modbus IDs. And then let's say as we let's say pushed on a button and turned on the the, the billing automation system like you turn on a computer. Mm-hmm. Everything fit together, yeah, and it was really surprising for us because it's without this good data, yeah, you need to do three rounds, map all the things again and again and again because you know nothing matches. Yep. But in this project, you know, we nearly everything matched, yeah. Perfect. And this was really cool, yeah. I was really happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine because that is really cool. Yeah, that that's kind of you know that's what we're going for. It's that that level of detail, that level of quality of data, which is which is more important than volume of data. Of course, uh, you know, enables you to do these things, which, like you described, normally you go around one, two, three times. I think this is where in our industry we talk a lot about inefficiencies or we talk about processes that that really aren't aren't um, you know, evolving the way that they are in other industries, that's a great example, right? When we when we have to go around three times and move stuff and and drawings aren't complete and and uh, stakeholder one works off a different set of drawings from stakeholder two and all these crazy things that we that we see BIM as the answer to to you know, to find those efficiencies and make it real. Yeah, fully agree to this because you know, as you said, yeah looking up this data, don't find it this, having their problem, you know, these are the these are all the problems what we have in the construction industry. We have so many activities which are non value adding. And let's say where we need to go, what our clear target is, you know, we need to automate things and get rid of all these non value adding uh, activities because let's say then we can do our work faster, quicker, with more quality have more fun and also more freedom probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. All, all those things I'm excited about and it's and what I what I love to see is that it's happening more and more within the industry and it's starting to happen. Yeah, and you know the things that we imagine and we've been talking about for a long time because whenever we talk about BIM, yeah, you know, we know it's not new. It's been around for a long time, but we really start to see it living its best life, let's call it uh, in in projects like this. Uh, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. It, it was a really great discussion. I'm, I'm looking forward to to following up with another discussion in the near future where we start to look at the operation phase and we can really see how the building twin um, leverages all this data that you just described, this process that you went through on this project uh, to, to define and deliver those values that you described around space optimization and mechanical uh, ma- management and operation, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I thought... After this whole conversation um, and after this this progress uh, and the, the process that you and your team went through, if you had to boil it down into one or two or three key points, um, if we're talking about the delivery phase, what would you say are the, the most interesting or important points or topics that you picked up through that experience that you would uh, that you'd highlight now for those listening? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think, you know, to get to a real digital twin, it's really crucial to integrate into the complete BIM design and construction process, also the complete billing automation. So we need to integrate the complete fire safety system, security system, automation, IoT system. And next to this, if you have planned it, also integrate 3D scanning as its own documentation process to really come at the end to this to this good as-built data. 
And with this, let's say, with this combination of really good BIM and also 3D scanning, we then can dramatically increase on the one hand the efficiency of the engineering and also the commissioning. And at the end, we have really this good data. We have this digital twin combining BIM and IoT and building automation because this then just enables all the values, for example, technical build, the more efficient technical building operations, more more energy efficiency and also better space efficiency. I understand. Uh, honestly, I think I'd love to have a discussion at some point in the near future just around the 3D scanning because you know, I think in itself, as you described just there, making its own documentation discipline is a really interesting concept because there's different ways to do it, different approaches, but then as you described in your process, doing it um, throughout the, the structural phase, throughout the equipment phase, and then as, in the as-built, they all bring different information that can be useful for, for different things. So um, maybe we'll put this on the list, if that's okay with you, to, to revisit and, and get a bit more detail as well. Yeah, we'd be really happy to do this. Yeah? Perfect. Then thanks again, Kevin. Uh, your time is much appreciated, so thank you for joining us. Thank you for the time, John. It was really it, cool. <laughs> it's, it's always good fun, so I very much appreciate it. And uh, and I extend that thank you out to everyone who's uh, listening to us here, whether you're, you know, you're on your favorite podcast platform uh, or you're streaming this uh, wherever it might be. Please remember to like, comment, and share. Subscribe to us so you can catch up with uh, more conversations with Kevin around BIM and Digital Twin, but also other, other topics that we talk about every week you should see a new episodes. So make sure you do that. Uh, reach out to us to say hello uh, and ask for new topics and, and also reach out and find Kevin, uh, whether it's via LinkedIn or wherever it might be, uh, to continue the conversation around BIM and the Digital Twin. Uh, so thank you to everyone. And thank you again, Kevin, and we'll see you all soon. Cool. Thank you. Thank you.